The internet doesn't have all the answers. But that doesn't mean we can't find them. This is Under Understood. I'm Billy Disney. I'm Adrian Jeffries. I'm John Lago Marcino. I'm Regina Delay. Today on the show, Adrian finds a mysterious note. I work in a WeWork for my day job that's not under-understood. And the other day, I was walking through the lobby area, which is where they have reception and they have a bunch of events there. And we noticed that the counter in the kitchen was covered with $100 bills. What? (laughs) The counter, you mean like under some kind of laminate or just like loose $100 bills? They're like fanned out on the counter and they're also, there was like a wire thing with like a piggy bank and like, you know, $100 bills sticking out of it like a tree. (laughs) And they were having some kind of personal finance event. They had like bank representatives there to talk to people and they were giving away pens. Anyway, we're like, what is with all the $100 bills? And uh, so we walked over to check them out and these... It turns out we're not real $100 bills, but they were extremely realistic-looking prop $100 bills. Like, Mm. illegally (laughs) realistic-looking prop $100 bills. There are exceptions, though, to this, I think, for prop houses. No, I remember looking into getting fake bills printed for a shoot once, and it was really complicated what you were and weren't allowed to do Mm. because you couldn't make them too realistic. These were pretty realistic, but they did have a pretty obvious giveaway, which was that there was some Chinese writing on the bills. All right, so here's the close-up of what the bills look like. Are those those like dashes in the corner on a normal $100 bill? No, they're not. Also? Okay. So what we're looking at, we're looking at, there's like these, there's a diagonal... A uh, series of like dashed lines in the top right corner that kind of run over the n- number hundred, the number one hundred. Um, also, the Chinese, the Chinese. When you said that there was Chinese writing on these, I wasn't expecting it to be hot pink. Right, and very large. It looks sick as hell. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like yeah, I would, it definitely is like very streetwear esque. Yeah, if they did a special edition hundred dollar bill for this, I'd definitely like <laughs> be on eBay copying that hundred dollar bill for like one fifty or whatever. Anyway. I'm talking about this with my coworkers because we're like, this is so realistic. It seems like it can't be legal, even with the Chinese writing, even with the little dashes in the corner. Like, no one's going to notice the little dashes in the corner. And it seems pretty possible that people would overlook even the Chinese writing. You think? Bills in circulation have writing on them sometimes, you know? Right. Anyway, we're talking and we're like, what are these things? Why did someone make them? One of my coworkers is like, oh, I bet it's hell money. Which is like... It's what? Hell money. What's that? It's like an East Asian tradition. It's money that you burn for the afterlife. So we're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Hell money. It's got Chinese characters on it. But we looked it up and hell money is nowhere near this realistic. It's like just black and white, basically. And it didn't look like the same thing. So uh, I kept looking and uh, I found... A bunch of articles and like a blog post and a Reddit post of people saying that this is training money for Chinese bank tellers to teach them how to recognize American currency. 
Whoa. But, I mean, if anybody has access to money, you think it would be banks? Couldn't they just use real money? <laughs> but maybe it's like in classrooms and stuff. Do you know what the Chinese text on, the, on these bills says? Yeah, so I asked a few friends who speak Chinese to translate, and they came back with the big letters say something like coupon or ticket or cash type. And the smaller letters say training materials, not for circulation. Oh. Okay. Well, that lines up. Right. But, I mean, just because the bill says it's training materials doesn't mean it's actually (laughs) training materials, you know? Like, $100 (laughs) bills do lie. If it wasn't the... I don't know. I just feel like the text wouldn't be hot pink if they were trying to, like, actually counterfeit these bills. It's on both sides. I actually think that somehow works in its favor. I mean, people should look at the picture of this if if they don't understand what we're saying. But, it like, it looks well integrated into the design to me. You know how there's like that blue streak that goes over the bill. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all kinds of stamps that end up on bills. Right. You could think maybe it was just processed by like some Chinese bank and they put a stamp on it or something. This is my question because a bunch of these articles are about like local police departments that discovered this money through counterfeiting. Some of them, it seems like people did get duped and local businesses took the money and then reported it later. And so the police were issuing a warning, like, watch out for those bills with Chinese characters on them. They are not real. But the articles would say it's Chinese bank teller training money and then not quote any Chinese bank tellers or any banking experts or anybody to explain what Chinese Uh. bank teller training money is. My question about these things is... Is there really such a thing as Chinese bank teller training money, or is this just what people write on these bills in order to sell them as counterfeits and say that they're legal? Mm -hmm. Coming up, we discover our new favorite YouTube genre. Hit us, Adrian. Hmm. Okay, you, you guys remember the pitch. I don't know. I uh, Do I remember? Yeah. Yes. So I wanted to find out, are these things actually used to train bankers in China? Is that a real thing? So do you have the answer? Um, you know, that's a blunt thing to ask. I have a lot of information. I think we can say there will be understanding had. Wait, sorry. Are we doing the show? Yeah. Yes. Oh, this is the show. Yes. Hi, Billy. Welcome to our podcast. I'm sorry. This is under-understood. <laughs> okay, sorry. So the first person I talked to was the person who actually bought the $100 bills that I saw at work. My name is Jade, and I work at 33 Irving Place. We work. Jade's title is Community Lead Hospitality, and she was the one who decorated the event I saw, which was apparently for something called National Financial Awareness Day. Um, I am very creative by nature, so I love to take the opportunity whenever we have events. I throw maybe about five to seven every week um, to just make it fun, like um, use sometimes tacky but cute decoration. Like today, we did like the dollar bills. 
like um, the piggy bank, anything like that. Yeah. So we noticed that the, the bills look really realistic. Mm-hmm. And like as we walked by, we were like, whoa, we have to check out what this is. I know. Where did you find them? So I just got them on Amazon. I looked for the ones that looked more authentic. And I just because I didn't want to get that from people to be like, oh, whoa, what is this? And we did get that. A lot of people walked over and they were like, wow. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, my God. In fact, a lot of people asked me if they can take one. So you're welcome to take one if you like. I did take one. Oh. That's all right. <laughs> and yeah. would you be able to find the listing on Amazon again if I wanted um, to Um, I probably out? should be able to if I, if I just do a little digging. I'm pretty sure I can. So Jade goes into her phone and she starts scrolling back in her Amazon history, which is a lot of stuff. She buys a ton of stuff on Amazon for WeWork, so it took a little while. But finally she found the right listing. But... Once she clicked through, it was gone. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, it's not there anymore. See, it is. A, this is the name of it. Winkies. Hmm. 100 piece prop money. $100 bills. Okay. So it's a, so a that's maybe. it, but it doesn't say the listing yeah. anymore. They must have no, taken it down. They probably took it down. Yeah, I'm looking right now, and it's... Me too. Everything looks super fake. There's, like, a $1,000 bill with the Statue of Liberty. There's one with Trump on it. <laughs> There's this really sick uh, marijuana one for $420. Right. So after I talked to Jade, I went back to my office, and I was like, I need this money. And there are actually still a bunch of listings that I was able to find. Sometimes they're listed as prop money. Sometimes they're listed as educational tools, toys for kids. And I found what looked like the exact same bills. $100. It has the same pink characters and everything. And then like 10 minutes later, I was like, I'm going to buy them. And I go back to the listing and it's gone. Literally Literally 10 minutes or less. Oh, my God. Wow. These listings are just constantly popping up and disappearing. So the next listing I found that looks like the same, basically the same bills. They're 20s, but it's the same characters. It looks basically the same. And I'm like, I got to grab it right away before it disappears. So I bought it. It's a pack of 220s for $12.99. Seems like a deal. Yeah. You guys want to see them? Yeah. Can we see them? They came like they came they came really nicely packaged. They're they were in like plastic bags with like a little paper belt around the middle. And here's what it looks like. Oh yeah. These look pretty real. How do they feel? Do they feel real? What's the hand feel of these bills? They actually feel kind of real to me. Like I would say the hand feels good. Like if you crumpled it up, it feels like the right thickness. <laughs> Sounds right. Sounds thick. Wait, yeah. could you crumple one on Mike as well? It does sound kind of thick. ASMR podcast. Okay, wait. Now I'm going to crumple a real bill. Okay. About the same. Yeah, they sounded the same in both instances to me. Yeah, small sample size, but I'm going to say the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got these 20s. One of my coworkers bought some other 20s that had Cyrillic characters that were even harder to tell from sort of far away. But if you looked up close, instead of Jackson, it said Kruger. (laughs) And it said Donux City instead of the White House Mm. on the back. And it had little Cyrillic characters. But from, if you, like, you could definitely pass them off. So... 
we're like opening our money in the office and like pretty much derailing everybody from working. It definitely looks like the same. Oh, it's actually it different. Kind of similar. Is it the different? hundred is pink and the twenty is red. Yeah. Oh, but oh. I think. Was the same? Is it the same characters? It looks like the same characters. Yeah. The bills came really quickly. It was the same Chinese writing, same exact characters. And they actually came through Amazon's Fulfilled by Amazon service, which means that there's a warehouse in Kentucky filled with fake money that Amazon was itself shipping out to customers. We asked Amazon for comment about this, and they sent over a statement that said, basically, illegal items are not allowed on Amazon.com. Amazon continuously scans for products that violate the law or their own policies, and Amazon takes action against sellers who violate these rules. My coworkers thought the bills clearly looked fake, but that they would be decent enough, maybe, for training people if the goal was to recognize what U.S. currency looks like. But I guess if the plan was, if the thing is just to be able to recognize what a real one looks like, it does have all the same things. I now have a bunch of fake money sitting on my desk and there's like two 20s that are on my computer and I I look at them and do a double take all the time. They look so real. At this point, I actually, uh, despite distracting all my coworkers, I had kind of a busy week at work and in life. So I asked a reporter I've worked with before, John Christian, to kind of help me make inquiries on this story. John Christian has, like, the kind of obsessive brain that this story requires. So I asked him to help me figure out, one, whether these bills are actually what they claim to be, and two, whether they're even legal at all. And the second question was easy to answer. John just emailed the Secret Service. (laughs) As you do. Right? Bad news for me and Jade. Oh, no. The spokesperson said these bills are, quote, illegal and that, quote, individuals found in possession of these notes should expect to forfeit them to lawful authorities. Additionally, individuals attempting to obtain goods or services by spending these notes should expect to be arrested for passing counterfeit. I love how they're like, should expect. Your (laughs) expectation should be that you should expect to forfeit them and you should expect (laughs) to be arrested. Just expect that. Yeah, it's not that you could be arrested. You will be. It's just a matter of time. Uh... The quote continues, The Secret Service is working with the United States Attorney's Office and the e-commerce sites to remove these products from their websites. End quote. The rules for this stuff are super strict. Any fake bill has to be either 1.5 times larger than real money or three quarters the size of real money. And in addition to that, it has to be one-sided. Like, it can only look like a bill on one side. So by the Secret Service guidelines, as far as I could tell, pretty much all the listings I found for fake money, even some of the ones that don't look that convincing, are still illegal in the U.S. Yeah, so these ones that you have, if you if you hold them up to a regular bill, they're like the same size, basically? Exactly the same size. Wow, okay. There are also a bunch of news reports about these bills. Big Island police say they've received multiple reports of fake $100 bills. The counterfeit cash has Chinese characters on the front and back. In April, Portland police arrested this man. Investigators say Brandon Winteringham 
used prop money to buy a $1,600 motorcycle from another man. So where did he get the bogus bills? Amazon. He ordered the money from Amazon. Right. Did you see it? Uh, I signed for it. <laughs> how much did he buy? I'm not sure how much was there, but it was Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> that was the guy's roommate. This guy's good. That's an amazing quote. We also found out that these bills are not new. So John interviewed a guy named Wayne Homran. My role is the editor for a weekly newsletter that I publish for the Numismatic Bibliomania Society. And uh, we are a group of people who like books about coins, anything that has been written about, about coins, tokens, medals, paper money. Uh, that's what uh, me and my readers are interested in. One of Wayne's colleagues in the scene came across an eBay listing for a $50 bill in 2011. This bill looks exactly like our hundred. The eBay listing says, quote, Hello, dear friends. Quality of the item is very good. My husband is the senior management of the Bank of China. To provide Canada, France, Japan, Hong Kong, Germany, Italy, Switzerland, Australia, the United States, the Euro, and other countries of the different denominations and various banks in China. And you know, the first time I saw this, uh, it was new to me. So I put it in there to see if, uh, if my readers had seen anything of these. He quotes the listing and says, if this is true or not, I do not know. What I do know is that they make an interesting novelty note. <laughs> and then he does a call out to his readers to send in information about the note. Unfortunately, his readers don't really know anything. But Wayne thinks that the bank teller training explanation is totally plausible. I couldn't find anything to suggest that banks in the U.S. do this or that anyone in the U.S. does this, use fake currency to practice counting or practice anything with money. But this sort of thing has happened in the past. If you go back into the uh, you know the 19th century and the late 1800s, early 1900s, uh, there were business schools all across the country. And their job was to take people and train them to be clerks, either at the stores or as bank tellers. And as part of that training, they, they literally taught them how to count and manage money. And they printed their own sample money for their students to use. And it would have a denomination, and you know, it kind of looked like regular money. There was another related phenomenon that po- sort of popped up when we were doing research on this, which was that movie money, like money used as props in films, is highly regulated. You weren't even allowed to put real money on film at all when movies first came out, although the law changed later. And now you can have prop money and you can put real money on camera, but the prop money just can't look too real. And then if people walk off the set and start trying to spend it, which has happened, then the production can get in a ton of trouble. 99% Invisible did a great episode about prop money in November 2017 called Moneymakers. And if you want to hear more about this, you should definitely check it out. Anyway, this was all kind of going nowhere. So I had to talk to a Chinese banker. Ooh, that's nice. I like this. This feels like an alarm. Hello. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Hi there. <laughs> nice to yeah, see you. Yeah. 
Um, thank Hi, you. nice to meet you too. This is Lindsay He. She works for the Industrial and Commercial Bank of China in Guangzhou, which is 12 hours ahead of New York. So we talked over WeChat at 7 p.m. her time, which was 7 a.m. my time. Hi, did you just wake up? Yeah, I did. Do I sound like it? <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying, like, it's quite early. Lindsay doesn't work at the actual counter in her bank. She works with businesses doing loans. However, she told me that, yes, Chinese bankers practice counting using fake money. But it's fake renminbi, the national Chinese currency. Huh. Why not just use paper that's the same size but has something else printed on it? Why make it look realistic? Yeah, because in the real world, we're actually working on the counter. We, ha- we are actually uh, uh, touching the real money. So they have to pretend we are actually using the, the, the real money. But you know, the fake links uh, will, will also be different. Right? The real money actually will be more thinner mm-hmm. than can make you feel uh, the same as you are actually working. So the training is more realistic. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, definitely. And in China, counting money is a big deal. Yeah, we have to learn how to count as fast as possible. And then the second is you have different way to count. We have to learn different kind of way, like use one finger or two finger or five fingers, right? Yeah, if you see some video on YouTube or something, you can see like some Chinese, I mean, like who work in the bank, they actually can count so fast that we can can just like have different ways. There are a ton of these videos on YouTube of Chinese bank tellers counting money insanely quickly using very weird like finger coordination. Oh my God. Whoa. Oh my God. This is crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, if you're listening at home, you need to click the link in the show notes and watch what this person is doing. It is unreal. What? I don't think I could count numbers this quickly in my head. All right. And then, okay, so then there's this. All right. Is everybody ready? Are you done watching? I'm still watching the bills. No, we got to just give this a minute, please. Let me know when you're ready. I've never seen anything like this. I think this is my ASMR. Yeah. I'm really enjoying watching (laughs) this. It's nice. Yeah. Okay, everybody ready? Watch this with the sound. I'm clicking it. Wow. Oh. What? Oh my, oh my God. Oh my God. Is, this is a competition? The title of this video is Chinese Bank Teller Counts Cash by Ear. No. Oh my God. No. <laughs> Does someone want to describe what's happening? Yeah, I'll describe what's going happening right here. There's a woman sitting at a table blindfolded and it looks like they're, it's like a game show. And she has two people, one on either side of her and these people are flipping through bills extremely quickly. And she she's sitting there with her head down, concentrating really intensely, I guess counting these bills uh, just based on the sound of two people flipping through the bills. And how close did she get? She got it exactly right. She got she it. She counted 88 yeah. bills this way. There are tons of these cash counting competitions in China where they're like, the four fastest bank tellers, like, come together and face off. And they gather and they count bills blindfolded or they try to set time records for counting bills. They're going through a lot of money. 
Well, so, all right, that's another thing I should mention. Or are these like a really small denomination of money in China? Yeah, so that's the thing is that I think this is just because they're, first of all, there's a lot of people in China. They have this economy that's been like mostly gangbusters for the past 20 years. And Chinese notes are in really small denominations. The largest bank note is the 100 renminbi or 100 yuan, which is about $14. That's their largest bank note. Got it. Lindsay used to live in the U.S., so I asked her about how the banks are sort of different or comparable. Actually, we'll be kind of the same with what we are, but just, you know, trying to have too much people. So we are, uh, the, count, the bankers who are working on the counter, they are quite busy and need to count money as fast as they possible and make it correctly. But UX, actually, you know, sometimes they were, will be slower a little bit because they are not, they don't have that much people to waiting on it, so they they are, they don't need to care that much about the if they're fast or not. <laughs> I think Chinese banking is just on a whole different scale. Like when I asked Lindsay about the training for tellers, she was like, "Well, you know, like if you're training a hundred people at a time, you can't use real money, or people will steal it." Oh my god! Is part of this like automation or like or lack of automation? Like this seems. I don't think about bank tellers very much in the U.S. Interesting question. I never, I never go to the counter. I don't know many other people who deal with cash at the bank that much anymore. Um, right. So, why, like, why is this a specialized skill in China and not in the U.S.? This does seem to be kind of a transitional moment where, like, this art of being a bank teller and being able to count money super fast, like, they have machines to do it now. And Lindsay told me it's basically just the beginners who go through this training there's also, you know, there's like 3 million bank tellers in China and their jobs are being threatened by automation. But it's like physical counting machines. Well, that's another good point. Like, even in the States, they've got those things that you put the stack of bills in. Yeah, and they don't count the money themselves. So it's it's it seems like it's really kind of like mostly being kept alive because of these competitions and this pride in this skill like it reminds me of the london cab drivers you know they talk about the knowledge with a capital k that all the london cabbies have to know the ins and outs of the london streets but like the back of their hand and then all of a sudden uber comes in and people are just like google maps like huh but back to the main question are fake u.s bills used to train chinese bank tellers i asked Lindsay, and she said yeah she believes it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you believe it? that I think it is right. Yeah, yeah. Tellers that have to handle foreign currency would need to be trained with foreign currency, she says. Uh, and then our colleagues would work in the counter. They need to identify all the currencies that customer provided to them. But when I pressed her on this, I was like, why are you so convinced? And she's like, well, the bill says it's for training, so it must be for training. <laughs> You can't pass it off as real, so what else would it be for? Uh, if you use as a real money, actually, it's easier to identify. So I think you're pretty, like, not, can't, we cannot use it as a real. I kind of don't buy it. Like, Lindsay has never seen a U.S. bill like this in person. Nobody we talked to had any hard confirmation that this is, this same stuff is used in China. John Christian and I asked a bunch of banks, journalists, Chinese friends, academics, educators, and collectors 
whether the kinds of money that I got at work are really used to train Chinese bank tellers. And a few people said they had heard this same rumor or they thought it was believable, but nobody was able to confirm it. And for me, that's kind of a red flag. I think it's clear that there's a lot of demand for these for legitimate purposes, like for decorations, for Financial Awareness Day, and as film props, which it turns out is kind of an underserved industry because of what a pain the Secret Service is about prop money. There's toys for kids. I read Amazon reviews from people who seemed like real people saying that their kids enjoyed playing with this money. You could use them in classrooms with students. There was one listing that said, quote, Do you need some copy money for a cool prank you can play your friends and family? Look no further than our cool copy $50 bill set. (laughs) There's also so many people that do, like, amateur or low-budget music videos where they would want a bunch of bills like this and they don't have, like, a $50 million movie budget or something. The Amazon listing for my note, the one where the Chinese characters on the actual bill say it's practice money, According to multiple Chinese speakers we asked to translate it, it actually said something else in the description. The description for the money that I bought, which again, we know the characters say, for training purposes, not for circulation. But the listing described it as, quote, features with characters clearly stating copy money and for motion picture use only, as it shows. But that's not what the characters say. That same company also sells a shower drain hair catcher, Mm. motorcycle parts, how-to books, spices, and oven mitts, by the way. And based on these news reports and the fact that some people are bragging in their Amazon reviews that they passed these things off as the real thing, some of these are getting into circulation as counterfeits. So these are all these use cases for these bills, and the only place where it's not clear that it's in demand or being used is officially for training at Chinese banks. Hmm. We tried to prove that Chinese banks actually use these notes to train employees, and we hit a ton of sources in China and the U.S. and Europe. And the fact that nobody was able to definitively confirm this tells me it's not a real thing. I don't think it's a real thing. I think it's a thing that seems like a real thing, that the printers of this money add in order to give themselves plausible deniability— There is one place that could definitively answer this for us, which is the People's Bank of China, their central bank that has obsessive control over everything to do with money in the country. But uh, I don't know. They just don't seem to really care about our podcast, about stuff that we couldn't find on Google. Well, so Adrian, how many many of these bills have you amassed now? 200. You got 200 of these things? Yeah, it was, it was 13 bucks. So we already know that it's not legal to have them and you should expect, you should expect to forfeit these to the government. You should just lay on the ground with your hands behind your back until they show up. Wait, are you going to call the cops on yourself? Turn yourself in? I think it's her only option. I mean, she has to expect that she has to forfeit these bills. I think it's time to forfeit the bills. Yeah, so because I do expect to have to forfeit them, I emailed the Secret Service and I was like, look, I'm sorry I bought these bills. Where do I come turn them in? You know, I can come down to Brooklyn. I'll bring them with me. And they responded and they said, you can just mail them in. So I'm probably going to do that.
Underunderstood is produced by Adrian Jeffries, Regina DeLay, Billy Disney, and me, John Lago Marcino. Special thanks to John Christian, who pitched in with a bunch of reporting for this episode, and I could not have done it alone. And special thanks to all the Chinese speakers who helped us with this episode, including Clement Tan and Steph Yin. And also thank you to Phil Rabibero, who did some amazing original artwork for this episode. You can see it either in the podcast app you're listening to us in or check it out at underunderstood.com. Thank you so much for listening. We are going to take a break. We're very tired. We're all very tired. I feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, you'll be hearing a Billy Dizzy monologue. Yeah. I'm just going to come on my talk about my cat. All right. That won't be happening, but we will be back with some more episodes in November. But until then, don't unsubscribe to the feed because, I don't know, I feel like we're going to put out some bonus stuff or something in between now and then, right? Yeah. yeah. I think we have some ideas for stuff to do. If uh, you want to hear more from us, stay subscribed to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We will be active. We will be engaged. We will be jacked in. And we'll be back with the next season of the podcast proper in November. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> what, Billy? I was just going to say that I also really want to thank all of you because we committed Aww. to doing eight of these. We did eight. We picked a hard show concept, but we did it. And I feel really proud of the stuff we did. Uh, Me too. Yeah. So special thanks to you guys. Oh. There's nothing better than making good stuff with other people who are good at what they do. I agree. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.